Praise the Lord, everybody. Why don't we all stand? Let's gather around the front, start this service off with prayer tonight. It's good to be able to be in the house of the Lord. So thankful for another day that God has given us to come together to worship, to praise, and to magnify His name. Let's lift up the name of Jesus right now. God, we love you today. We thank you, Savior, for your goodness. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Thank you, God, for this opportunity that you've given us to come to the house of the Lord, to worship, to praise, and to magnify your great name. You are wonderful. You are mighty. Come on, why don't you lift your voice in praise tonight? You are wonderful. You are mighty. You are worthy of all of our praise today. Hallelujah. Clap your hands and shout unto God with the voice of God.
pilgrim lane. Protect me by thy power and hear my feeble plea. Oh Lord, look down on me. When I kneel in prayer, I hope to meet you there. Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. And let me travel in the light divine that I may see the blessed way. And keep me that I may be holy thine and sing redemption songs someday. Oh, I will be a soldier brave and true and ever firmly take a stand. Then we go and daily meet the foe. Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. Oh, I said, Jesus, hold my hand. I need thee every hour. And through from land, protect me by thy power, and hear my feeble plea, O Lord, look down on me, when I kneel in prayer, I hope to meet you there, blessed Jesus, hold my hand, oh I said Jesus, hold my hand, every hour and through this pilgrim land protect me by thy power and hear my feeble plea oh Lord look down on me when I kneel in prayer I hope to meet you there blessed Jesus hold my Toward the setting of the sun Oh, lead me safely to a land of rest If I a crown of life have won And I have put my faith in Thee, dear Lord That I may reach the golden strand There's no other friend on whom I can depend Blessed Jesus Hold my hand, and Jesus, hold my hand. I need thee every hour, and through this pilgrim land, protect me by thy saving power, and hear my feeble plea. Oh, Lord, look down on me. When I kneel in prayer, I hope to meet you there. Blessed Jesus, hold my hand. Oh, I said, Jesus, hold my hand. I need thee every hour. And through this pilgrim land, protect me by thy saving power and Down on me when I kneel in prayer. I hope to 
meet you there, blessed Jesus, hold my hand. Oh, when I kneel in prayer, I hope to meet you there, blessed Jesus, hold my hand. Welcome all of our guests that's here. I want you to know you're welcome, and we come to worship God. We owe Him our praise. Thank God for the miracles He has performed right here in our midst. We owe Him our praise and thanksgiving. We want to pray for Erica Roberts. She's got a question and concern about her son. She needs to know decision. Charlie Swearingen and Sister Nicole's niece needs a miracle. Sister Bergeron, I've got a lot to pray about, a lot to be thankful for. But let's ask God to have his way in this service here tonight. Let's love him, church. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, you see every need and every petition. God, you're more than able. You're not that need. God, every Bless Brother Luther, Lord. He brings the word. Help us tonight. God, ask you to invite you. God, your will to be done in this He'll be there right on 
One step could have ended it all. Oh, but I felt his hand and I heard my Jesus call. He saw my steps as they walked right into the dark. Though I went astray, I never once left your heart. I thank you, Jesus. You see that night long ago, how I still recall. When I lost my way, I heard the shepherd call. He saw my steps as they walked right into the dawn. Though I went astray, I never once left his heart. You see that not long ago, how I still recall. I heard the shepherd's call He left the fold To search out the one that strayed He left ninety-nine For there was one to be saved There on that ledge One step Could have ended it all Oh, but I felt his hand And I heard my Jesus call He saw my steps As they walked right into the dark Though I went astray, I never once left your heart. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, that night long ago, how I still recall. When I lost my way, I heard the shepherds call. He saw my steps as they walked right into the dawn. Though I went astray, I never once left his heart. Oh, that night long ago. When I lost my way, I heard the shepherd's call. I wandered far from the fold where I was saved. 
And it wasn't long Till I found I'd lost my way cried with fear as the night began to fall one more lost land then I heard the shepherds call he saw my steps as they walked right into the dark Though I went astray, I never once left his heart. Oh, that night long ago, how I still recall when I lost my way, I heard the shepherds call. respond to the presence of the Lord right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. If you need something from the Lord, right now is a good time to get it. If you need a miracle, if you need a blessing, if you need strength from God, right now is the time to get what you need from the Lord. Why don't you step out by faith and say, Here I am, God. I hear your call. I hear your voice. I want to draw closer to you, God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Work right now. Come on, church. Come on, church. Move with the presence of the Holy Ghost right now. In Jesus' name. And it wasn't long. I found I'd lost my way I cried with fear As the night began to fall One more lost land But I heard the shepherds call He left the fold to search out the one that's free. You see, he'll leave 99 when he knows there's one to save. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Oh, there on that ledge, one more step could have ended it all. Oh, but I felt His hand And I heard my Jesus call He saw my steps As they walked right into the dark Though I'd went astray I never once left His heart You see that night long ago How I still recall When I lost my way I heard the shepherds call 
Oh yes, he saw my steps as they walked right into the dark. Though I'd went astray, I never once left his heart. You see that night long ago, how I still recall. When I lost my way, I heard the shepherd's call. Oh, I wandered far from the fold where I was saved. And it wasn't long I'd found I'd lost my way. Oh, I cried with fear as the night began to fall. One more lost lamb, but I heard the shepherd call. He left the fold to search out the one that strayed. He left ninety-nine, for there was one to be saved. There on that ledge, one more step could have ended it all. Oh, but I felt his hand, and I heard my Jesus call. Oh, he saw my steps as they walked right into the dark. I'd went astray I never once left his heart You see that night long ago How I still recall When I lost my way I heard the shepherds call Oh, yes, he saw my steps as they walked right into the dark. Though I'd went astray, I never once left his heart. You see, that night long ago, how I still recall. When I lost my way, I heard the shepherds call. Hallelujah. Let's lift up our hands and worship the Lord today. Hallelujah. 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 God, I praise you. God, I worship you. I magnify your name, Jesus. Come on, let's worship him. Let's thank him for his presence that we can feel in the house of the Lord tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I praise you, Holy Ghost. Let's give God a hand clap of praise tonight. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. So thankful for God's presence that we can feel in His house tonight. Amen. Thankful for another opportunity to be in the house of God, to worship, to praise, and to magnify, and to lift up His wonderful name. Amen. You can return to your seats. Just remain standing if you would. I want to say that it is so good to have everyone that's in the house of the Lord today. Our guests that are here, so glad that you're here with us. Glad to see young lady here with Sister Rebecca. Glad she's in the house of the Lord with us tonight. And uh, good to see DeMarcus here tonight. Glad that he's in the house of the Lord with us tonight. Amen. Give our guests a good hand clap. Glad that they are here. Amen. If I'm overlooking anyone, I do apologize. The young lady would, uh, with um, Brother Fred. Amen. Glad that you're in the house of the Lord tonight. Praise God. I'm glad God's in the house tonight. Amen. Amen. I want to remind you this weekend, uh, Brother Marks will be here with us. We'll be having church, of course, Sunday morning and Sunday night, and then Monday night. Our midweek service, instead of Wednesday night, will be Monday night. So be inviting people to the house of the Lord to be with us. We're going to have a great time in the Lord. Didn't we have a great time this past weekend? Amen. The Lord moved in a mighty way. We had a wonderful time. And I hope that all of you enjoyed the marriage retreat. I thought everything turned out very well. And um, brother and sister Duplessy and brother and sister Shoemake done such a wonderful job. And we are so glad for that. And I wanted to remind you um, that it is getting turkey time. And I have had some people that ask me about turkeys. In fact, I was getting my teeth worked on at the dentist today. And uh, I was sitting there with my mouth open. I don't know why dentists always like to talk to you when they're working on your... But another lady come in from the office and said, Brother Looper, are you having turkeys? Are you cooking turkeys this year? Uh-huh. And so uh, the answer to that is, uh-huh, we are. And uh, so remember that. Be selling those. Take care of your customers. And uh, we're going to have a great time cooking turkey. So that all of you men that help me, don't forget. And all the young guys that come by, be ready for that. We're going we're gonna to cook some turkeys. And so also we've been serving. And uh, how many enjoyed Sunday night after church? Wasn't that a good time? For so the last the last four or five weeks, uh, they have been serving, and I want to say thank you for all the donations. It's free of charge. You can give a donation if you would like to. While you're standing, turn to John chapter 10, and uh, you can give a donation while if you want to. If you don't want to, you don't have to, uh, but it goes to help prepare for the following week. They have made up teams. There's team captains. There's sign-up sheets on the welcoming desk if you would like to be on a team, if you would like to be one that they can call to uh, prepare a dessert, please sign up for that. If you don't want to and you just want to come and eat, we want you to come. And uh, there's those who want to work, those who like to work, and those who are willing to let those work that want to work. 
And uh, so it takes all kinds of making the world go round. And uh, so anyway, remember that. So that's on the welcoming desk. So there is paper all over the welcoming desk. So just find a place and sign your name. Don't even worry about what you're signing up for. And so remember that. We also want to pray for Sister Lambeth. Uh, Brother Brad Lambeth's wife has been in the hospital and uh, she got released, uh, I think, uh, like Friday and uh, still needs a miracle from the Lord. And uh, so let's keep them in our prayers and all of our missionaries. Uh, you can imagine, you know what we are going through in this country with all the craziness that's going on. And uh, so we can even, we can't even start to imagine what's happening in foreign countries, places in foreign countries like New York and California and all of those foreign places. Our missionaries to California and New York needs a lot of prayer and uh, <clears throat> Portland and all of those places. Thank God for Texas. Amen. 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 So remember that and really our, our missionaries that's on foreign soil ask God to help and strengthen them. John chapter 10. I want to uh, read a pu- couple of scriptures there and try to uh, give to you what I feel like the Lord has laid on my heart. I will try to condense this down a little bit, although uh, it is going to be three weeks before I get an opportunity to preach again. So I told him when I was leaving the house tonight, I have about an hour and a half's worth tonight. And uh, God didn't even want to hear all that, so he let people come and pray. So John chapter 10, verse number 5, the Bible says, And when he putteth forth his own sheep, Everybody say his own sheep. He goeth before them, and the sheep follow him. Who do they follow? He that put forth his own sheep. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Everybody say, for they know his voice. Verse number 5. And... A stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him. For they know not the voice of strangers. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee. Everybody say flee. From him, for they know not the voice of of strangers. Amen. You can put your Bibles down. Let's lift our hands and our voices toward God and ask God to help us tonight. God, we love you today. We thank you, Savior, for your goodness, for your mercy, for your blessings, for your touch, for another opportunity to be in your house, to worship, to praise, and to glorify you. We ask you, God, for the anointing of your word, anoint your messenger. Anoint your people to hear, to receive, and respond to your word. And everybody said, in Jesus' name, amen. And to be a doer of the word. Lord bless you. You may be seated. I want to talk to you tonight, and this is a subject that I've talked about many, many times. I think the last time that I, that I uh, talked or taught from this subject was... Um, 
in April of 2018. But I think it is a subject that needs to be brought up from time to time to remind us the importance of knowing the voice of God. Knowing the voice of God. There is many voices in the world today. Many, many different voices. And I'm going to try to be in a teaching mode tonight. So uh, all the guests come back Sunday. I know it will be preaching Sunday. And uh, But I, I just felt like going in this direction tonight. And maybe this will help you too. But just because it's slow... And, and quieter doesn't mean that it's not good. And so let's listen to the Word of God. There are so many voices in the world today. I think Brother Shoemake mentioned this either Sunday morning or Sunday night talking about the voices that are in the world today. There are voices that a lot of people tune into and I, I think it's good to be informed but not to drive yourself crazy with the information. And I think we can get too caught up in the world events and, tr- and hearing what you hear in the news mostly as a one-sided, uh, uh, I guess, illustration or explaining what is going on in the world today. And so these things can be very confusing. There are... For the younger generation, there are the voices of the teacher that you have to listen to and to contend with. That, that, uh, that's what I did mostly in school. I just contended with their voice. But, but you're supposed to listen to their voice. But as you go through school, there is so many things that are being taught today that are not, uh, not along with that do not go along with the voice of God. And so you have to be able to weigh out what is right and what is wrong. And where do you get that from? You get that from your knowledge in the house of God. And what you are receiving in the house of God. And what you are hearing in the house of God. This is a reason why I think it's very important for people, for for uh, mom and dads to teach your children not only to come to church, but teach them when you're at home with them about what's happening in church and what's going on in church and what's being said in church. Teach them that, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. That we're not to have any other gods before us. You teach them right from wrong. You teach them that lying is wrong. You teach them that that being dishonest is wrong. You teach them that that if they're born a male, they are to remain a male for the entirety of their life. And if they're born a female, they are to remain a female for the rest of their life. That's what God created them to be. And so if you're struggling with that, you find peace in God with the way that God created you and just, just live with it. Just be the best man or woman that you can be. Don't try to change what God has perfected. 
And if we are having someone that is, that is dealing with that, they are hearing voices that encourage that. They're hearing voices from the teacher. They're hearing voices from the news media. They're hearing voices from the professors that teach them whatever you identify as. What if you, what if you identify as a horse? Does that make you a horse? Absolutely not. So if you are a male and you are trying to identify as a female, that still does not make you a female. It's just, you know, it's simple, but, but the voices that are going on in the world has complicated the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. Amen. So we have the voices of the teacher. That's the reason why young people, you need to be rooted and grounded in truth before you ever go to a college. You better know what you believe and why you believe it because there's a lot of education that's going on, but there's a lot of brainwashing people that's going on also. And you need to realize that. And you need to realize that God has called every man to work and provide and not to be a leech on society and expect someone that has succeeded in life to give to you. Well, that's, that's just voices that are going on. That, that's a crazy philosophy that it don't work. It's never worked where it's been been put to use at, and it will not work in America either. And so they are trying to tell us that this this is just a book that was written by people. This is not just a book that was written by people. This is the Holy Word of God that was written by men as they were moved on by the Holy Ghost, which is the Spirit of God. It is our road map to get from here to there. And without it, without the road map, we get lost. And so, so as much as they would like to take it out of society, without this, we have lawlessness. We have, we don't even know if we're a man or a woman without the Bible. This is what brings us all back to, uh, to the basics of what God wants us to be. Now that's not all my message, but, uh, that's good anyway. So, you have the voices of your peers. I have the voice of my peers. I, you have the voices of your peers that are always directing and always moving. That's the reason why it's good to hear the voice of elders. Your mom and daddy is not always as crazy as you think they are. We have any mamas and daddies in here? <laughs> Amen. I heard I heard just uh, oh, oh, a a few amens, but you all ought to agree with that. That that God has placed you in their home and them in your life for a purpose. So your peers is not always right. The voice of your peers that says, "Let's go here and let's party here and let's do this." And let's do that. And let's take this. And let's drink this. 
Let's drive this fast. Let's be reckless. Let's be careless. If you love me, go ahead and prove your love to me. Amen. That's the voice of your peers. That's the wrong voice to listen to. Amen. That's the wrong voice to listen to. You need to know the voice of God. And that is not the voice of God. Amen. The voice of politics. I've already mentioned some of that. The voice of sports. Who made sports heroes, number one, and who gave them the ability to know all the affairs of life? Don't base, don't base your belief on what sports figures are saying. Get some knowledge, get some understanding, really listen and really pay attention to what is going on in life. And don't let anybody dictate your thinking in the wrong direction. It's not right. It's not good. It's not wholesome. It's not the right thing to do just because they're making millions of dollars because they can bounce a ball, run a ball, throw a ball, or tackle somebody with the ball, hit a ball, or catch a ball, does not make them gods and the voice of God and the voice of instruction. Amen. Can I say this, that we have the voice of religion. There's many voices that go on. There's many voices that are heard that are not just because it is so-called religion does not make it correct. I can remember years ago, my daddy, he had a broadcast and he shared this through years uh, with us. Uh, I've heard him say this multiple times, uh, just like that you hear me say things multiple times. You learn by repetition, I guess. And so I can remember him saying this. So I have remembered this because he didn't say it once. He said it multiple times. That he had a broadcast. And and on the broadcast, when he had finished one day at the radio station, the man that was running the radio station said, said, Brother Buddy, said, how, how do I know that who is right? said, you come in here and you say this is right. And said, another preacher comes behind you and says this is right. And when he gets through, another one says, this is right. And uh, he said, all of you are supposed to be going to the same place, reading the same book, on the, get the same directions on how to go there. He said, it's pretty simple. When you hear me preaching, you get the Bible. And you look and see if what I said was in the Bible. And see if I'm going along with the Bible. And when the other guy's preaching, you get the Bible. And see if he's going along with the Bible. And whichever one is in the book, that's the one that you follow because the book is right. The book is right. No matter what man says. The Apostle Paul said it like this. If I or an angel from heaven come preaching any other thing than that which we have preached, let him be a curse. He also said, follow me as I follow Christ. If you are following me, which I appreciate the ones that are following me tonight, and following me as I follow Christ. If I quit following Christ, don't follow me to hell. 
If I come in here preaching something that that is something different than what the book says, don't follow me to hell. Stay in the book. The book is more important than I am. Amen. I could get wrong, but the book does not get wrong. Amen. Amen. We must know the voice of God. What the voice of God sounds like. What the voice of God, what the voice of God, what tone is God speaking in? What does, what does God's voice sound like? I, I read a little story of a study, and I've shared this with you before, I'll do it again because you learn by me saying it over and over and over again. And, uh, so, <clears throat> a study that was done in the, the Middle East that there's a lot of shepherds there and they have a lot of sheep. And so it's amazing that Christ so oftentimes, and even uh, the Old Testament refers to the children of God as sheep and His leaders as shepherds. And so when you, when you study this, you figure out why God did this. Number one, He picked us, the ministers, as shepherds and uh, made them out to be shepherds and referred to them as shepherds and uh, the keepers of the flock because they had the responsibility. They had a lot of responsibility to take care of the sheep, to lead the sheep, to guide the sheep, and to direct the sheep. But another reason is, is shepherds is not someone that is really looked up to in society. So he didn't want, I don't think he wanted his ministers to get too high and mighty to think that they were on a, on a, the top of the totem pole or top of the food chain. I know you don't know, you're scared to say amen to that, but that's just a thought. So, so God wants to keep us as the ministers on the right level to realize our place. And to realize a position that God has put us in, not lords over God's heritage. Amen. But to have a shepherd's heart. So they've done this study and they got three different groups of sheep that belong to three different shepherds. And they mixed them all up. And this was done in biblical times. And, and with the shepherds, they, they grazed on the same hillsides and they... They um, drank from the same wells of water. And uh, so, so they had them all together and they let, they let different people come out and try to call the sheep. And people that were shepherds, but they were not any one of the three groups of sheep, shepherds that was there. And they would call them and the sheep just kept on grazing out there on the hillside. They didn't pay any attention to the voice uh, although he was a shepherd, they didn't pay any attention to the shepherd because it was not their shepherd. The sheep, the sheep shepherd came out and he would call the sheep. That group of sheep would automatically lift their heads and they would run to the shepherd that was over them. All three groups without one missing a beat. Why? Because the Bible said the sheep knows the voice of the shepherd. How much better off 
would we be if we would know the voice of the shepherd? What the voice sounds like. People get mixed up. People get confused. People get a misunderstanding about what the voice of the shepherd sounds like. But I want to tell you where you find direction is not in the newspaper. It's not in the local tavern. It's not the sports figures of the world. It's not the politicians. Amen. It's not Biden and it's not Trump. Amen. It's not Republican and it's not Democrat. But that's the reason why we come to the house of God. To hear a certain sound of the voice of the shepherd. Amen. And God's voice speaking to us and directing us and leading us. Uh, God starts to set this in order in the very beginning of time. And I'm not going to get near where I want to go tonight, but I, I do feel like leaving this with you. God set this, this in order the very beginning of time when God created man and uh, created woman from man. He put man to sleep because there was not a helpmeet for him. And uh, he took out a rib and uh, he closed up the wound that he had created in man and he made a woman from the rib of man. And when Adam woke up, he seen Eve, and he was impressed. And she was impressed. And they just kind of impressed their, their self, because there was nobody else to impress. And so they just kept impressing one another. But God told Adam, this is the importance of the man's role in the home, that you are the provider and the protector God told Adam, God did not tell Eve. God told Adam before Eve was ever created in the second chapter of Genesis that there is a tree in the midst of the garden that you are not to eat of. And, uh, let's look at, let's, let's look at that in, in, in Genesis chapter two that he tells him this. But then in, um, Genesis chapter 2 and verse number 16 and 17. Now listen to what, what God said. Genesis 2, 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. Now, pay special close attention to the wording of the Scripture. Now, you got that? And the Lord God commanded man commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat. That sounds pretty positive, doesn't it? God is representing the commandment given to man in a positive way. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. So somewhere along the way, Adam had told Eve, walking through the garden, Now Eve, we can eat anywhere we want to eat, but let's just stay away from that tree there. It's not a good thing to do. Now, we move on to the third chapter, verse number 1. 
And the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God made. And he said, now listen to what the serpent said unto the woman. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Now listen to what he did. He turned it around to be negative. God said you can eat of every tree of the garden. But the devil wanted to point out that you can't eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Now she still has a positive outlook on it. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. For God doth know it, that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. And when the woman, and when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree, uh, a tree to be desired, she made uh, desire to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave unto her husband with, and to her husband with her and he did eat. Now, the thing that I want, I want to bring out to you today is the misconception, number one, that the devil said to the woman of making her feel like God was restricting her. This is a tactic that the devil has been using since Genesis chapter 3. Saying that you are restricted. You can't do this. How many has ever felt that way? I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't go here. I can't go there. And that's the way people view living for God. When God wants us to view it as if we can do anything that we want to do. There's just some things we need to stay away from because we are a born-again Christian and on our way to heaven. But another thing, what I really want to point out to you today is, what type of voice do you think the serpent has? Now, when you think of a serpent, what do you automatically think of? Let me hear you. A snake. Exactly. But realize... The, the serpent was not cursed until after he deceived the woman. And then that's when he started crawling on his belly and eating dust of the ground and crawled on his belly even until now. Now, that's the reason why I don't like snakes, and I think anybody that likes snakes is a little off. That's personal opinion. That's not what you want to have for a pet. Teach your children not to have Snakes for pet. They'll bite you. They'll wrap their, their self around you and choke you to death. They're mean. Besides that, they just look evil. And so, if you have a pet snake, I'm sorry. That's just, that's not biblical. That's my opinion. But, so, so here, here we look, we look, and how many has ever seen this picture of the tree there and beautiful apples on the tree? It was definitely an apple. Every picture I've ever seen, it was an apple. And so, so here's this beautiful tree with this apple and a big old massive snake. 
You ever seen that? And here we are, this woman is being deceived by this big old massive snake that talks in a hissing voice. How many has, has, uh, the Bible on your phone or your iPad that, that reads it to you? You ever listen to that? The snake is talking in a hissing, evil sounding voice. Now how do you think the devil, if he is more subtle, than any of the creatures. When really the, the devil was an angel cast out of heaven. I believe that the angel, I believe that it was very appealing to the woman. I do not believe for one moment that it was a snake wrapped up in a tree talking with a hissing voice. But I believe that it sounded so close and what the devil was promoting to the woman was so close to what God had told Adam to where it was so deceptive that for a moment's time she could not distinguish between God's voice coming down and walking in the cool of the day, talking to Adam and Eve, that it sounded so much like that voice that maybe... Maybe this is what we want to do. Maybe just perhaps she misunderstood that and had a mis- misunderstanding that it was not the voice of God, but it was a voice of the adversary, the devil trying to deceive her. Now most women, if they seen a snake in a tree, they'd run. Just food for thought. But this is how the devil is so deceptive. The devil is so deceptive that he changes himself, the Bible said, into the angels of light. What if, what if there in that tree it was a glowing, beautiful tree and there was a beautiful angel that looked like he was an angel of God and says, Eve, look, look here now. We have got this beautiful tree that God has created and He created it all for you. The Garden of Eden was created for you and Adam to enjoy. Now God would not dare keep anything away from you. This is going to make you wise. This is going to give you understanding. I did not believe for one moment it was a hissing serpent's voice. I believe it was a voice that sounded so much like God that it enticed her to bring sin upon all humankind. Because I believe that because that is the same thing that the devil does today. The devil is still more subtle than anything that you have ever come in contact with. And you that think that you can outsmart and outmaneuver the devil, you better stop and think again because you are no match for the devil. The only thing that can give you power is your daily prayer life and your walk with God and your commitment to God. That's the reason why you can't skip days between prayer. Listen to me. I know a lot of people around here work shift work. But hear me today. Hear me today. I know there's a lot of services that you have to miss because of your job. But I want to tell you, 
When you get off of work or before you go to work, you better come to the house of God and you better have you a prayer meeting where you can touch God and talk to God because the the devil will transform his voice into the voice that sounds just like God and gets you twisted up, messed up, and on the wrong road to deception if you're not very careful in your walk with God. You hear me, men? Y'all hear me, men? Amen. I I didn't hear much feedback. Do you hear me, men? Because if you're not very careful, you lose the sound of the voice of God. Of what God is saying. I can, I've heard it, I've heard it said multiple times. Now, Brother Rivers was already retired when I moved to Silsby, I think, or just he moved into retirement as soon as I got here. And so I don't remember the working days where he would be on rigs for, for days and days at a time. But he would come in, they said, instead of coming in down and out and dragging his lip on the floor, he would come in and pray everybody else through. You know the way, the way he done that? is because he took church out there on that rig with him. And he had church to keep the sound of the voice of God. Hear me today. It's not the voice of God that you're listening to that's leading you to destruction. It sounds right. It sounds good, but you better know the voice of God in this last day that we are living in. Amen. We're living in crazy times. I was, I was reading just yesterday, just yesterday, I was reading in the news to where Amazon has come out with new technology that, that you don't need a credit card, you don't need anything. You put your palm, the palm of your hand on some device. And it automatically, I, I don't know how it works. I'm not that smart. But I'm telling you, saying that's the mark of the beast. No, I'm not saying the mark of the beast is here. But I'm saying it's coming. It's coming. And if you don't know the voice of the shepherd, you might think that I'm crazy. You might think that I'm off of my rocker. You might think that I'm, I, I don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm telling you, when I pray, when I read the Word of God, when I look at the Word of God, we are getting very close. And the only way that you're going to be able to determine what is the voice of God and what is the voice of the Antichrist is you praying, seeking the face of God, staying connected to God. You're going to be deceived living nonchalantly with God. Amen. Knowing the voice of God. What does the voice of God sound like? What does the voice of God sound like? He knows my name. But then you know His voice. I I remember a few years ago also... My daddy done a little deal talking about my sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not follow. He had a bunch of little guys sitting, little guys and little girls. He set them all across the, the front of the, the church and, and, uh, during church he had recorded every mama's voice speaking to her child. And, uh, he, he would play that and he would play a mama talking. And allow the kid that knew that it was his mama's voice, raise your hand if that's your mother's voice. I believe every one of those children knew exactly what their mama's voice sounded like. 
That's kind of scary. You might have to get in that high-pitched scream to let them recognize your voice. But they knew their voice because why? My sheep. My sheep know my voice. What is the voice of God? I want to tell you it's not the voice of God if they're not telling you, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. It's not the voice of God if they tell you you don't have to repent and be baptized in Jesus' name and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. That's not the voice of God. That's a voice of the Antichrist. Amen. That's not the voice of God. If it's a voice that's telling you you don't have to live separate and set apart from this world to be in the bride of Christ, that's not the voice of God. Every bride that goes to a wedding is different than anybody else in the wedding. And so is Christ's bride. When He comes back for His church, He's coming back from a ch- for a church that is set apart and different from this world. Amen. You've got to know the voice of God. What does it sound like? What does the voice of God sound like? It's amazing. People get private interpretations. Come to the music. I'm already gone too long. I'm, I'm going to quit. I am nowhere near being done. But So you'll have to come back at a later date to hear the rest of this. But... People get private interpretations. There's been whole religions that's been built on private interpretations that are false religions that are not right. Seeing angels from heaven, the devil can transform himself into an angel of light. I've talked to people in this local assembly who I try to pastor that that the devil has confused their mind. To think that God has opened up new avenues of, of ministry to them. That is not. It's the devil's voice that has got you away from the church. Anything that takes you away from the church is not the voice of God. When you start feeling comfortable with missing church, it's not the voice of God. Amen. You've got to know the voice of God. You've got to stay attentive to the voice of God. You've got to pay attention to the voice of God. Because the devil has been deceiving people since the very first couple that was ever created. And without a strong voice in your life, you will fall in deception also. Because you've got to know the voice of God. The voice of God is always going to go right along with the Word of God. It's going to sound like the Word of God. It's going to sound like the Apostle Paul. It's going to sound like the Apostle Peter. It's going to sound like the Apostle John. It's going to sound like the Apostle James. It's not going to sound like John Calvin. It's going to sound like the apostles because that's what we are built upon. The apostles and the prophets. Amen. In this crazy world that we're living in, as we all stand tonight, the 
crazy society that we are living in. There's never been a time like right now that we need to know the voice of God. There's never been a time where we need to be attentive to the voice of God. Because there's a lot of voices. There's a lot of voices in the world. But I want to hear the voice of God. Amen. Why don't we just end this service tonight by coming up around this front and let's just lift our hands toward heaven and ask God just to refresh us one more time, God, on what your voice sounds like. And let me know your voice, God. Because if you're a sheep, one of God's sheep, you will not follow a stranger. The Bible says, and when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice, and a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him. Flee from every voice that does not sound like the voice of God. Friends, Co-workers, family members that try to tell you differently. There's a voice that we need to hear loud and clear. Amen. Let's pray tonight. God, help us. God, help us tonight. God, help us tonight to know your voice. To know Your voice. I don't want to follow a strange voice, God. I don't want to follow a stranger, God. I don't want to follow a stranger, God. I want to know Your voice. Why don't You reach out to Him, young person? Why don't You reach out to God? Help me, Lord. I want to know Your voice. I want to know Your voice, God. I want to hear Your voice. I don't want to follow a stranger, God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. To follow You, God. 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 Oh, I want to be like you, Lord. I want to hear your voice. I want to know your voice. I want to obey your voice, oh God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Why don't you sing it from your heart right now? I want to be like Jesus. Hallelujah to be like you, Lord. Come on, sing it from your heart right now. That's my desire. 
to be like Jesus. to be like you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's remember church Sunday. Let's come praying, expecting, and believing the Lord for a great move of the Holy Ghost. Ask God to move in a mighty way. Bring somebody to church with you Sunday and Sunday morning and Monday night. Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Monday night. Brother Marks will be here with us. Lord bless you. It's so good to see Young lady here with Sister Alexis tonight. Glad that you're in the house of the Lord with us tonight. Lord bless you. You can be dismissed in Jesus' name.